1: Bungo's Conspiracy Time Podcast. Ooh. I'm Ghostly Art, and with me as always is your co-host, Ghostly Andy.
0: Ooh, I'm rattling my chains. <laughs> Andy, put those chains down. You will be visited by three spirits. <laughs> three spirits of the
1: podcast, just like the three segments of this podcast. Ooh. Uh, listeners, we... We're not actual ghosts. We're human (laughs) being boys. We're human boys. We're sweetie boys. We're sweet boys. little
0: boys. We're your
1: best friends, Andy and Art. And we're here today, Andy, to discuss another listener-suggested episode. That's right. This one comes from our listener and our friend, Anna,
0: from Twitter. That's right. Uh, And uh, today's episode is about a place... In a little state in the United States called Colorado, Colorado. specifically Riverdale Roads, right? Twix the towns of Thornton and
1: Brighton. That's right. And uh, uh, this this road is known as the most haunted road in America. Yes. Uh, sometimes called the Gates of Hell. Yes. It's so haunted. As, is only one piece of the story, Art, the Gates of Hell. That's right. Now, listeners, if you want to jump right into the Gates of Hell, you want to go straight to the Gates... You know, you don't want to listen to Andy and I talk. Let's say you're like a hero in the Diablo game franchise. That's right. You can't wait to break down the gates of hell with Tyrael and (laughs) storm the plains of despair and just get right at Diablo. You want to go grab the magical timestamp located in the land of the episode show notes, equip it. And skip right ahead to the research. You don't have to sit here because Andy and I are going to chit-chat for a little bit. If you want to crawl dungeons with us. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You might get some good loot. That's right. (laughs) You might just get some gold you don't have room for in your purse. (laughs) Uh, That's right, because Andy and I are going to discuss all the ways that the titular Mr. Bunker captured us and brought us to the bunker so that we could record this podcast. Yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. Segment two, that's the segment you want, the research, skip ahead. Segment three. Juicy research. Discussion. Okay, Andy, lay it on me, baby. Lay it on me, baby boy. I'm going to call you baby boy from now on. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. You're big baby boy. I respond to that. And... Lay it on me and the listeners, Andy. Okay. How did Mr. Bunker get you uh, this week? Okay. Happy to t- happy to let you clue you in on this, Art. Clue uh-huh. me. You know, Art, it is... Clue me, baby. Do your stepbrother. It is football season. Do you remember that? What? The whole basis of the... Uh, was it Clue? Huh? Oh, fuck. What's that dumb movie with Paul Rudd and uh, Lisa Silverstone? No idea. All right. You you talk about yours. I'm going to bring it up in a minute. All right. You you get back to me on that, will you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Art. So... Uh, it's football season now It is baby Officially we, football season Week
0: Whatever Week whatever Six or it doesn't five. matter We don't it need to matter. date this It doesn't
1: matter This is gonna come out Whenever it comes out So I get a hankering Okay Art I get a hankering uh, Clueless <laughs> The Basis of the movie Clueless Is Wait, that uh, Paul Rudd was in that movie? Yeah Is that Alicia Silverstone Wants to uh, Have sex with her stepbrother? Oh Anyway Go ahead, Andy. Wow. Really foreshadowing uh, Foreshadowing. current American pornography taste. That's right. Anyway, Andy, the the football season. Anyway, it's football season, uh, and I get a hankering. I get a lust for some hot NFL action. Mm. Grown men, big, buff, strong men in large pads. Just Just ramming into each other. Endangering their bodies for the rest of their lives for my entertainment. I fucking love it. Just... Crippling their mental health for years to come. And their physical health. Yeah. Years. Just destroying their bodies and minds for my pleasure. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I get get a hankering for some of that hot NFL action. Oh, who doesn't? So I hop on the sexiest website in the world, StubHub. (laughs) And I purchase tickets to see the Bears versus whomever the Bears play that week. That's right. We don't know. (laughs) It doesn't matter. We don't need to date it. I don't care. You don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I want some hot NFL action. And I'm in Chicago. It's the Bears, baby. StubHub sounds like a porn site directed for men who have tiny penises. Or men who lost limbs. <laughs> Why well, anybody with missing limbs? <laughs> yeah. You can use the uh, the limb as a uh, phallic object to fuck anything. Really? like, like a butt? Pe- a pe- vagina? People who were I'm crushed out. by something heavy as children and couldn't grow fully. Anyway, uh, football. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, I hop on StubHub and I get some tickets to the Bears game. You log on to the interwebs. And I, you know what? I head head to the game. I love the stadium. Soldier Field. Oh, yeah. What an atmosphere. Where's this going? Huh? If you start shitting on Soldier Field, I'm going to get, Andy, we got into it a little bit last week. (laughs) No, no. Stick with me here. Okay, Andy. I love the stadium. Soldier
0: Mm. Field. Uh Okay.
1: Such a great atmosphere. Okay. An art. Listeners, you know me. I'm a pig. <laughs> so you've been a pig. You've been a baby. You've been a lot of everything. I'm I am a man of many faces. <laughs> uh, so I head, you know, to the concession areas. Of course, what's that's one of the great joys of going to a- any stadium, professional oh, playing, paying the overpriced food. money for beer oh and food. God. It's fantastic, and you get all these great food items. Who doesn't Here's- want a fourteen dollars eight ounce beer? So I head to the concession st- stands. I snag a big old Chicago Vienna beef wiener with all the trimmings. Oh, baby. Nothing better than a Chicago style dog. Nachos in a gently used football helmet. Gently used.
0: A bona beef, Italian beef, and oh. Italian sausage cambo sandwich with hot peppers dipped until sopping wet with gravy. I get a Budlong hot chicken sandwich. Extra hot.
1: A Kronos Euro loaded with onions and tzatziki it's a lot of food a soft pretzel smothered in ballpark mustard and a souvenir 128 ounce dr pepper and it only cost me 265 (laughs) dollars
0: so i'm in my seat starting okay so i'm in my seat starting to chow down when i notice it's halftime I missed the first half buying concessions
1: because none of these were in the same place in the stadium. <laughs> You're running. All I had over to the go stadium. all over. Down on the field, they're doing one of those things uh, in the midfield where the cheerleaders fire T-shirts into the crowd. <laughs> now I want one. I want one of those T-shirts real bad. Yeah, real bad. But it's hard for you. Me need to, a napkin.
0: R- yeah, I mean, I. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, and, I just and an extra large T-shirt I, as a napkin is going to last you until maybe the third quarter. Yeah, if we're lucky. Uh, Cause this, this bone of beef is so wet, oh, sopping wet, sopping wet.
0: So I want a t-shirt real bad, but it's hard to stand because of all the food and cause my legs don't work so good no more. <laughs> so I'm gesturing as wildly as possible. And finally, the clearly least
1: athletic cheerleader notices me. I'm ready to accept this shirt, this t-shirt load coming my way and kaboom. <laughs> The shirt comes rocketing at me from the shirt cannon, but it's hard. Oh, no. Not like a shirt should be. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like it's been frozen. Ugh. And it whacks me in the skull, and I lose consciousness. You black out. When I wake up, I'm in the bunker, dressed head to toe as Staley Bear, the
0: bear's mascot.
1: Wow. Originally, the Chicago Bears, known as the Chicago Staley's. Uh, Before uh, Papa Bear bought the team, so I think that Mr. Bunker was that unathletic cheerleader, and I'm pretty sure that he dressed me as the mascot to smuggle me out of the stadium.
0: Now that I mention,
1: now that you mention it, Andy, you look like a bear. You are dressed like a bear right now. Yeah, you haven't taken the costume off. Is there any? He took. He stripped you. Yeah, I don't have any other clothes. I have to wear this now. Oh I, he stripped God. me naked. I mean, it's a fitting look for you. I mean, the costume is warm, so I don't feel bad. That's right. So, and it but he's, he out. stripped me naked. Jeez, oh. and that's how I ended up here. Man, you kind of, you kind of threw a dig there, calling them unathletic. Well, I mean, I guess compared to some of the other cheerleaders, let's face it, these cheerleaders are very athletic people. Very athletic. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing more needs to be said. Yeah, these are. I mean, they're not athletes. Like these are. These cheerleading are, is not. A sport. Woo! It's a competition. Oh man! Yikes! Track and field is not a sport. Ooh! Yikes! It's a competition. Okay. But it's a game. Maybe dance. Not okay. even dancing's. Not... It's an event. It's a field event. But these these people are like trained like dancers, basically, and dancers are very. athletic. Cheerleaders are incredibly athletic. Yeah. Especially NFL cheerleaders. You have to be incredible. You'd be incredibly fit. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not fit. I'm just saying it's not a sport. It's a hard life too. It's a hard life being a cheerleader. It's you a gotta wave pom poms pump. around, always being happy for what our team sucks. They can't win. It's a hard not life. Anyway, uh, there you go, folks. <laughs>
0: so that's how I ended up in the bunker. Wow, Andy, that well, was uh... <laughs> art.
1: That was crazy.
0: Would you care to divulge? That
1: was wild.
0: Care to divulge how you ended up here today?
1: Yeah, Andy. Uh, as you know, it's like you know, it's getting a little cooler out. There's some, uh, you know, and, and if you're like me, you have to take public transit. You get caught with sick people coughing oh, up a storm yeah. on the fucking train. There's no you can sickies go. Sickies everywhere. Yeah, the, you're you're sometimes listeners for those of you sick-y not ickies. know sicky ickies. You're uh you're sandwiched on the train. I mean, you're literally are squished sardine style. <laughs> Up against people during these rush... Yeah, That's the sound it makes when the people get on the train. Oh, yeah. Excreting all kinds of oozy-goozies. Um, you know, you're sandwiched right up against people mm-hmm. when it's rush hour traffic. There's nothing you can do about it. People yeah. are sick, coughing on you. There's nothing you can mm-hmm. do. You got to just kind of deal with it. Yeah. So I had some sick passenger coughing on me, and I got the shits real bad.
0: I got you got shits. diarrhea from the I passenger? The sh-
1: well, I must have because the whole weekend I've had the shits real bad. Did you have the shits on the train? Not on the train. When I got home, I just I just knew instantly, I got the shits real bad. Famously, Andy, you've had the shits real bad on the train as well, but um, we won't. We've all been there. That's a story for another time. We've all had the shits on the train. Um, Now, so I decided on Sunday to go see a Minute Clinic doctor. Mm-hmm. I just was like, I got to get something to take care of these shits. CVS? CVS. No, it's just a general Minute Clinic You know, there's a bunch of them all over the city. Urgent care? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I should have known right off the bat because it was, uh, you know, it was called uh, Mr. Urgent Care's Minute Time Clinic. I should have known right off the bat. (laughs) Yeah, that's suspicious titling. So I get there and there's this guy and it's (laughs) like, I walked through saloon doors because it was this old timey, old timey doctor. (gasps) Swinging
0: wooden doors that go both ways. Swinging wooden doors
1: that go both ways, saloon style doors. I shouldn't know. I thought it was some weird Halloween event that they so were doing. So it's not even protected from the outside of Not doors. even protected from the outside. Anything could blow in or out. Very impractical doors.
0: <laughs> were there birds inside the building? Could have been.
1: And there's this real old-timey doctor, you know, he's got a he's got a top hat, he's got a monocle. What? He's got a big doctor's bag that's leather. Does he make house calls? He probably makes house calls. Why does he have a monocle? He's got one bad eye? Who knows. He's a doctor. He's a doctor. Got a stethoscope. Why a top hat? Top hat. He's an old timey doctor. Mister. <laughs> the doctors used to Mr. wear top Mr. Urgent Care's Minute Time Clinic. Yeah. You know, and so he leads me into the back room where he uh, does all of his checkups. And he's this old timey doctor. And he's like, I'm like, Doc, I got the shits real bad. So he's like, I know how to treat your shits. And so he tries to give me some of these, uh, you know, cough syrups laced yeah. with cocaine to treat ghosts that are in my blood. <laughs> That's what he says. He says, there's ghosts in your blood. You need to take oh, some so of this he's
0: using old timey too. old timey.
1: You need to take some cough syrup. It's lined with cocaine. Yes. And that's going to heal you right. Jeez. up. And the reason why you have shits is there's ghosts in your blood. <laughs> Damn. And I'm just like, you know what? This is I'm like, Doc, I am not taking. What are you getting off? I thought this was some kind of fucking Halloween event thing. I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, a stiff breeze comes by. You know, Chicago, we're the windy city. Wait, uh, where did he do the exam? In the back room of the okay, uh, so the it clinic. was it was protected from the outdoors. Well, or it did was, it also have saloon style doors? It was until a stiff breeze came a blowing, and the whole, all the walls fell down. They were just put up with like they were just plywood walls, <laughs> like a like a cartoon, like a cartoon. Turns out, all of a I see behind like the curtain. It's a bunker operating a giant puppet. The whole clinic's a puppet? The whole the, the doctor, the old timey doctor was a puppet. Jock Dr. Stillwell was just a big puppet. Wow. Mr. Urgents. Minute time clinic. Minute time clinic. Damn. It was a big puppet. It was just bunker the whole time. Wow. He scoops me up in a big old horse-drawn carriage.
0: <laughs> well, he really went all out on the went all
1: around, And he took me by by uh by a horse wagon. Wow. Wait, in a carriage or a wagon? You know, uh, cowboy style. (laughs) Whatever they had. You know, wagons. Like a stagecoach? Yeah, stagecoach fits better. Let's do (laughs) stagecoach. It was a (laughs) stagecoach. Wow, how nice. Locked me in a stagecoach and just took me there. So, Wow. Tried to treat me with cocaine cough syrup. Wow, damn. But fitting that he said that my blood was filled with ghosts. You still got the shits? (laughs) I still have the shits. And Jeez. I might go blow up the bunker toilet in a minute here. Yeah, in between the intro and the script, Andy, <laughs> I can't make any promises. So, uh, uh, well, plug your nose, <laughs> plug my ears. Yeah. Uh, you know, Andy, fitting that he said, uh, my ghosts, my li- my blood was lined with ghosts because, yeah. um, we're gonna get into some ghost stories here. Oh yeah, on today's topic, right? Oh yeah, we're gonna be talking about ghosts. We're gonna be talking about. Paranormal experiences. Right. We're gonna be talking about uh demons. Oh diamonds! Diamonds! Diamonds in the outback. Just diamonds! We're <laughs> diamonds! Going, we're going to the we're going to the west. We're, west. we're headed west. We're headed west! Headed west to the suburbs of Denver. That's right. Once again. Here we are. Let's let's get into it. Here's Riverdale Road, aka. The gates of hell. <laughs> And he saw a pretty cheerleader.
0: Ooh! <laughs> Ooh. And you're a g- 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 ghost. Yes, Art. I died, but I have unfinished business. You must aid me to release my spirit. Will you help me fulfill my destiny? O- okay, I'll I'll help you. I do anything
1: to have you go to another plane of existence forever.
0: Gould... See what I did there? Uh, Yeah, I, I get it. It's a combination of good and ghoul, because I'm a ghoul. All right, I said I get it. Jesus. Art, here's my final mission you must help me complete. I died the way I always dreamed I would. I fell asleep on the toilet while taking a shit. But now, there's ghost poopy lodged in my ghost rectum. Good God. You have to help me finish this dump before
1: I can pass on. I I don't understand, though, how to ghost poop.
0: They have a bool movement. Oh, God. And scene. <laughs> wow, listeners. Talk about theater of the mind. What a journey you've been on. But fear not. I'm not really dead. This exceptionally clever and hilarious opening was merely priming your pumps, whetting your appetites, and lubing your minds for the whole enchilada we're about to serve up.
1: Listeners, today we're talking all about Riverdale Road in Colorado, home
0: to the fabled Gates of Hell. The Gates of Hell are a part of the story, but far from the whole enchilada on their own. And look, we're not talking about Riverdale the TV show or anything at all to do with Archie Comics. That said,
1: we still want to give you a little sugar sugar in the form of information about today's topic. Specifically, Andy, today we're talking about an 11-mile stretch of Riverdale Road in Colorado between the towns of Forton and Brighton. Some say that it may well be the most haunted place in Colorado. This span, this span of suburban pavement has produced a cornucopia of ghost sightings, Andy, paranormal experiences, and strange happenings. Before we dive into the supernatural, let's talk about the natty, the natural. And no, listeners, I don't mean the 1984 Robert Redford baseball movie, The Natural. I'm talking about the dadgum history of Riverdale Road. The area of the country, which is now home to Riverdale Road, among other things, was once home to a Native American uh, Arapaho. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. People. Arapaho. The Arapaho people uh, originated in the Great Lakes region of the U.S. and Canada, Minnesota and Manitoba, to be exact. Minnesota and Manitoba, to be exact, and migrated to the plains after the arrival of European settlers. <laughs> On the Plains, the Arapaho had somewhat amicable relations with the U.S. government and settlers, but as we know, the U.S. government had a meh, pretty terrible relationship with yeah, fair to say. all Native peoples, and the Arapaho were not spared the USA's dirty dealing. In fact, it's alleged that the area on which Riverdale Road sits was once a Native American burial ground.
0: Well, nothing unusual ever happened near a Native American burial ground. No, never.
1: Now, listeners, as European immigrants moved into the Great Plains, they brought slavery with them. Colorado, strangely enough, actually only passed a constitutional amendment in 2018, fully outlawing slavery. Until then, slavery was still permitted as a punishment for a crime, which is actually true for the 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution as well. Uh, Realistically, the Colorado Amendment outlaws slavery in Colorado prisons, but... I guess it also means that a court in Colorado can no longer sentence you to serve as the butler to someone you wronged, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, back to the 1850s. In 1858, old-timey prospectors struck gold in the Western Kansas Territory, which is today the part of Colorado where Riverdale Road is, and the rush was on. Gold-crazed maniacs poured in looking for fat nuggets. So art. I guess you'd call these Gold Rush prospectors 59ers? I guess so. Personally, I think you're more likely to find the fat, tasty nuggets you seek in 69. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hell yeah. So during the Gold Rush, a guy from Ohio, Andy, hmm? did you catch that? Oh. Oh. A guy from Ohio. Oh. Ohio. Yeah, you love Ohio. Mm. Moved into the area. His name was David Wolpert. David allegedly built a mansion alongside Riverdale Road at 19... 19- 9 One Ninety Riverdale Road, to be exact. Uh, at least so it's said, right? Yeah. David occupied his mansion with his wife and children, two of which were allegedly deft and mute. Fun facts. <laughs> David Wolpert perished in 1909, but the Wolpert Mansion lived on. Then, in 1975, the chicken coop on the property burnt down. Later that year, the mansion burnt down, too. All this according to a high school yearbook from the time. Nowadays, Art, you can find Riverdale Road being a part of the Denver suburban sprawl. Riverdale Road is about 20 miles away from a hotbed for conspiracies, Denver International Airport, which we covered on this podcast. Check out that episode if you haven't done so already. Riverdale Road is also near the Rocky Mountain Arsenal National Wildlife Refuge. Wow. Wow. Stop by to check out bison, deer, coyotes, hawks, waterfowl, and the beautiful, majestic, dumb-sounding bald eagle. <laughs> Riverdale Road itself is a winding stretch of pavement that officials say has seen numerous auto crashes, including some fatalities. Mortal Carm Carmbat, am I right, Andy? Jeez, if it wasn't obvious that I wrote this script before, it sure is now. <laughs> You're a hack, Ooh. anyway, listeners. Now that we've covered the historical aspect of Riverdale Road, let's get into that slimy ghost goodness. We mentioned that the area, uh, like a lot of the USA, frankly, has a history of slavery. (laughs) Cottonwood trees stand beside parts of Riverdale Road, and there have been reports that during full moons, you can see bodies hanging from the tree limbs. Let's not forget about the Wolpert Mansion either, Art. We already mentioned that the mansion and chicken coop burnt down. That's the official tale according to that yearbook. But what do the legends say? They say that the man of the house who occupied Wolpert Mansion at the time burned the mansion down, killing himself and his whole family. Though some tales say he burnt the house down with his family inside and disappeared. Alternatively, some say that the chicken coop didn't burn down first. They say that the arsonist made contact with demons in the chicken coop and the demons compelled him to burn the house, thereby murdering his family. They say the chicken coop was surrounded by a fence and gate, the gate becoming known as the Gates of Hell. Although some say the gate was to the house and the only part left when it burnt down. There are also tales of tunnels underground, of course, of course, underground tunnels, below where the Wolpert Mansion stood. The tunnels are supposedly covered in demonic graffiti. Other people claim that the graffiti shows up now on other nearby structures and that sometimes disembodied animal heads are scattered about. Still others say that a ghostly woman in white wanders Riverdale Road near the site of the Wolpert Mansion. Was she the wife of the famed arsonist? Nobody knows for sure. This road-wandering woman ghost isn't the only ghoulish character to make an appearance on Riverdale Road, though, Andy, my darling little co-host. There be another legend of Riverdale Road that tells of a young chap who was walking to school one day. A reckless driver happened upon him and, in their carelessness, struck the young boy. The boy died and, guess what? He became a ghost. Oh. Now the boy wanders Riverdale Road smearing blood on street signs. Just so unhygienic. Yeah, come on. There's also the tale of Jogger Hill. An unsuspecting jogger was murdered by a car. (laughs) That somebody was driving. The car didn't just go off on its own and murder somebody. We don't know that. We don't know that. That's true. We don't know that. The jogger died and guess what? The jogger became a ghost. (laughs) Now the jogger jogs up and down Riverdale Road eternally near Jogger's Hill. People report the sounds of footsteps and and or a loud heartbeat in the area. Still others say... They've seen the jogger jogging alongside their cars, even giving the window a little tappy tap tap. Oh, but Art, let's not let the ghosts have all the fun. What about animals and demons and shit? Okay, in that order. (laughs) (laughs) Legends abound on Riverdale Road, and here's another one for all you legend-lusting listeners. It's said that when you're traveling Riverdale Road and you
0: enter at 104th Avenue... Then you go all the way to the end of the road, which is at 160th Avenue in Brighton, and then go back to 104th. If you
1: witness three forms of life, not counting other drivers or insects, but really not clear if counting uh, plants or, or microscopic organisms or, or what, uh, help. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you encounter three forms of life, you will definitely die before you reach the bridge on 104th. So I guess if you're doing this, do not pass by the wildlife refuge. Also, steer completely clear of Macintosh Dairy and the Riverdale open space and prairie dog habitat. You're just asking for it at this point. Andy, there's also rumen, rumors of a demon that terrorizes travelers on Riverdale Road. This demon inhabits a gray wolf and loves nothing more than gobbling up tasty little folks on Riverdale Road. So if you're driving that stretch, watch out. But then the stars, but thank the stars. There's a typo in the script. Yeah. But thank the stars if you see a coyote. This coyote is allegedly inhabited by an angel who can fight the demon gray wolf and protect you.
0: And now, gentle listeners, you've learned about the lore of Riverdale Road. I know the question you have in your minds. It, you're saying, quote, this is you, listeners. I'm quoting you now. A fit jogging ghost? Is that ghost DTF? End quote. And listeners, really, we don't know. <laughs> and honestly, I don't think a lot of people do either. It's all part of the mystery and majesty of Riverdale Road. Take a trip with me and Art now, as we travel down the road to Verdict. If you dare. <laughs>
1: i got to hear a lot. <coughs> Bunker's conspiracy time podcast will be right back after this brief message Hey listeners, this is Andy. Hey, this is art. Hey, we're coming at you right now not to advertise No just to tell you thank you. We're so glad that you're here. We're so happy that you're listening. Uh, Every listen, every download, it really means a lot to us because uh, we want to make the best podcast for you. Take a moment, let people know what you think, share this with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you, listeners. And you know what? We don't want to take up any more of your time. So let's get back to the show. Welcome back, listeners. That was our discussion. That that, that, that was that, the research. That was our research into Riverdale, Riverdale
0: Road. Road. Riverdale Road.
1: Um, Andy. Yeah, go ahead, Art. Blanket blanket statements. Oh uh, wow, uh, the there is a wide variety Ugh. of experiences reported on this Riverdale Road. Hey, almost as many as there are aminals at the wildlife refuge. Am yeah, I right, my dear, you are right. There is a list as long as those aminals. Um, Art, what are your initial impressions? Uh listen, I got some fucking hot takes. Wow, uh, I do, I do. I got some hot takes. I'm not 100% convinced this place deserves to be called Gates of Hell. Ooh! When I think Gates of Hell, okay? I'm thinking a stretch of land. Sorry, I'm getting something out of my eye, listeners. I'm thinking uh when I think Gates of Hell, I'm thinking of stretch of land that has weird, unexplainable char marks and smells of brimstone. I'm thinking demons and devils and ghosts and lots of death. I'm thinking it's unnaturally warm in this fictional gates of hell place, right? People do evil, sinful things there. That's what I'm thinking the gates of hell are not a burned down mansion. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Colorado listeners. I'm sorry to dog on your Riverdale Road. I just don't think gates of hell, it deserves to be called the gates of hell. You know, Art, throughout uh, human history, there have been... there have been places that people have considered to be, uh, gates or passages to hell or the That's underworld. Right. There's, this is the only place that is called gates of hell. There's uh, other places that are called right.
0: Uh, allegedly Aeneas in the ancient
1: Greek world, Aeneas visited the underworld entering through a cave at the edge of Lake Avernus on the Bay of Naples. Um, allegedly, um, Lerna Lake was one of the entrances to the underworld. Um, You know, there are other reports that, like, Mount
0: Etna was a gateway to hell. That's
1: right. Um, uh, And there are some places even today that get this moniker of being the gates of hell. One, which I think is pretty cool, is uh, this burning natural gas field in Turkmenistan. Uh, And Art, I'm going to show you a picture just so you can react to it. But here's what it looks like. Oh, now that that's is what you're looking to for. To hell.
0: Yeah. Now that's... A
1: burning natural gas field. That's what I'm talking about. Right. It's I'm just, just a sinking crater. It's a sinking Full of crater. natural gas that's just ignited. Full of natural gas, just like you and I. Andy, I'm just saying this This place about it ought to be called... There are a lot of fatal crashes here, and you should drive careful. Also, there may be a ghost or two, but mostly it's Fatal Crashes Road. That's all I'm saying. That's the real name. There's something like... There are like... Tons of fatal crashes on this road because it's very windy. It's very windy. Um, you know, people, uh, what local officials say is that people don't give the road the proper care yeah. when they drive. They go too fast, and so they might lose control on some of these yeah. bends and stuff. Yeah. I mean, topologically, if you look at it on the map, I was like, okay, people are probably driving pretty fast on this to lose control. This doesn't, it's not like there's yeah. Z curves every little whip stitch or something. Right. Uh, I just, I don't know, Andy. I, I'm not convinced that this place deserves its moniker. I think there's some spooky stuff happening, but let me just say this. Is seeing a spooky ghostly jogger that bad? Is it that bad? Nobody... He's just jogging up beside you. Uh, I'll say this, Art. In defense of your position here, the only thing that even is reported that happened bad is to the ghosts. Yeah. So... The the ghosts, uh, the jogger, allegedly got killed by a car. That's right. The boy who smears blood on the signs allegedly was hit by a car. Right. Uh, otherwise, it's the people who inhabited the Wolpert Mansion at the time that it burnt down. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, do we even know that people got killed in that? I, I want to say two things. One, okay, what's worse, seeing a ghostly CrossFitter or a ghostly vegan? I mean, you know. <sighs> boy. Um, you know, neither one will stop haunting you about what they do. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Wow. I just want to throw that out there. It's just wow. working on my tie five. All of our, <laughs> all of our CrossFit enthusiast <laughs> listeners and vegan listeners. Fuck you. I don't understand the fascination with roadside ghosts. Are they hurting anyone? Are they running cars off the roads causing these fatal crashes? I don't think so. At no. least in Scooby-Doo. The ghosts and the ghouls always had some nefarious plot, but in this Riverdale road case, they just kind of seem to be minding their own business. Well, you know- The jogger is jogging. He's getting ghostly exercise. He doesn't want to be a fat fucking ghost. Yeah. He doesn't want to be Slimer. He wants to be the jogger. Right. This woman in white is just kind of walking around minding her own business. Yeah. This kid with the blood. Okay. He should not be vandalizing public property like stop (laughs) signs. Or- City property, I guess that would be county property. Yeah, I don't know. He also stole every street sign that has the number four twenty or sixty nine. <laughs> <on it>. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which in Colorado, those are hot commodities. Yeah, man. you better that four twenty sign. Come on, uh, I think I heard once that Colorado doesn't do the number four twenty on anything anymore. That makes sense. Like they do it like three ninety nine, <laughs> and then they stop. Yeah. Nothing goes past... Oh, sorry, like 419. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Andy, you've been smoking a little doobies. Did you just get back from Colorado? <laughs> what's up, dude? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? I don't understand the fascination with roadside ghosts. Um, Maybe we should ask the question, what's ghosts' fascination with hanging out on roadsides? It's true. It just doesn't seem like any of these ghosts are doing anything. Yeah. On Riverdale Road. They're just kind of minding their own business. They're just tethered to that location. They can't pass on. It seems like we're the ones bothering them. Maybe we are. The people trying to get off on, uh, you know, stopping on the side of the road, taking videos, looking for these damn ghosts. Yeah. Which is a popular attraction. I say, if these ghosts aren't doing anything to anybody, they're not bothering anybody, they're just out in nature, leave them alone. Hmm. They're yeah. just minding their own business. He's just jogging up and down. He's tapping on windows, sure, but is he causing anybody to crash? That's what mm, I want to know. Not to my knowledge. Seems like people aren't giving this road the what it deserves. You know, in the winter, it's cold and icy. You're going yeah. too fast. Yeah, slow down on Riverdale Road. Uh, ghosts are You know, ghosts aren't doing nothing to make you crash. Speaking of the uh, speaking of the boy, who's smearing the street signs, yeah, with blood. Everybody says it's blood, but he getting
0: that blood? Is it really blood?
1: What do you mean? I saw some of those pictures. It looks like it could just be grime from the weather. Like this is uh, there are some open spaces, dust kicks up. You know, it turns into kind of a paste when it gets mixed with water. Okay, in the air sticks on the street signs. Blood famously isn't red. It looks like uh, when it sp- dries, spray paint or paint balls fired at signs. I'm like, I don't think it's blood. Could just be, you know, vandals. You know, yeah. Vandals looking for some fun. Let's talk about the possibility that there were a couple of experiences here that people heard about. Okay. And now it's sort of a runaway thing where people are doing acts of vandalism essentially in order to make it look like there's paranormal. This is very much like the Denver international airport kind of situation where uh, they're having cheeky fun with it, but maybe it's a little bit more dangerous for Riverdale road. But in Denver international airport, it has this uh, air about it. This, you know, this uh, mystique about it, this mythos that it is a haunted uh, or not haunted, but a, conspiracy hotbed for the New World Order and aliens and whatnot, and uh, they play into that a little bit with some of their advertisements. Yeah. So on Riverdale Road, people are also playing into the fact that it's haunted and vandalizing areas.
0: Uh, I think it's on 104th, just around the corner
1: from Riverdale Road, there's a place called Field of Screams, which is probably open now. Now it's Halloween season. Yeah. So... At least some people are playing into the, the haunted nature. Sure. So it's a chicken and egg argument. I think chicken and egg, chicken and egg, uh, which comes first. Do people play into it because it's so real or does stuff become real because people are playing into it? True. Good, good call, Andy. I mean, I think, I think there has to be a little bit of air about it before people start playing into it. Uh, for me personally, um, you know, that's just my opinion. Well, your opinion's fine. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Andy. I don't know. I think it could go either way. You know, maybe maybe a local person hears a story or two. Somebody say, ooh, the old Wolpert Mansion. That guy burned the whole thing down with his family inside. And you go, oh, this place is haunted. And then you build a field of screams. You have people coming to your haunted corn maze or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, it becomes a thing. People are like leaving there and they're scared. They start hearing tippy taps on their windows. Yeah. So this ghost died over here, jogging, keeping up with my car.
0: <sighs>
1: uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't think about it. I don't buy into that. Um, You know, people are always looking for a good scare. There's a, there's some really intense haunted houses. Yeah. Haunted experiences. Yeah. Um, Andy, have you ever been to uh, a really well done, really intense haunted house? No. I've been to that one in Southern Illinois, the state prison one. Yeah. That one's pretty damn good. Yeah. It's pretty fucking spooky. Do you like haunted houses? I do not like scary stuff.
0: I don't really... <laughs> I don't really... I don't like
1: the feeling of being scared. I don't like horror movies. I don't like psychological horror. I don't like haunted houses i get scared easily and i'm gullible i don't really get the point of uh of of haunted houses to be honest with you why is that uh first of all i don't like i don't like being scared either i don't understand that compulsion to like be scared and enjoy that yeah but i also am aware that at a haunted house you're it's not real it's an actor yeah, but Andy, they really this that haunted prison. They do a really it's it's about the anticipation, the jump scare. Like for example, might be a spoiler. My bot, not not. I don't <laughs> don't spoil the haunted prison. For I that. don't know. They might not run this room anymore. They had a room because you you you're like you go in as like groups because they have to reset the scares every time. Right, right, right. So you're in your little group and um they lined everybody up. And we're all waiting to go into the next room. And they only send in like a couple people into this room. And in this room, it's a red room with very ambient, dark, spooky lighting. Right. It's very hard to see. And all there is in the room is like uh, maybe like six rows deep of little mannequins dressed like the girl from The Ring. Can't see their faces. They're all just standing there completely still covering their faces. You're just like, you're in the room, it's spooky, and you know, you know, one of those motherfuckers is gonna jump out and grab and, like, scare you, right? Like, one of those little mannequins is actually a real little girl, dressed up like the ring girl, who's gonna jump out and grab you. You just know it. You just don't know which one. Do they touch you? Uh, certain ones to, are allowed to touch you. Oh. I think can't remember if the state prison one is i don't think so because you kind of have to like sign a you, waiver. there's ones where you have to sign yeah, a waiver because they touch you and stuff they touch you uh, it's just like you just know one of those mother and you have to walk past them mm-hmm. so there's like two rows of them on like the right and the left and you have to walk down the center right through the middle and you just know one of them is gonna get you there's one where you're running through a maze of mirrors and like a clown is chasing you like a creepy clown Or, like, a dude with a chainsaw, you know. It's just stuff like that. But It it was, I I will admit, I don't like it. I wouldn't necessarily want to do it again, but I did have fun. But you have to commit to it. I did have fun. Right? Like, if somebody's chasing you. Because, like, if I just stood there. I'm sure there's tons of people who just do that. They're going to be like. Who break the immersion and don't have fun with it. They're going to be like, oh. But, like, we're a theatery, actory people, too. You can play into it and have fun with it. Sure. And be like, ah, he scared me. You scared me. Some of them fucking get you, though, Andy. I, I think you're acting <laughs> like you're Mr. Big Dick over here. You wouldn't be fucking scared by shit. I'm not saying that. I think you are being scared of that a little bit. Uh, we'll find it's how you interpret it. Go, go on with what listeners. you going to say. Maybe one day Andy and I will go to a haunted house and we'll film the whole experience. <laughs> we'll see how fucking How brave I am. How well I'm, not brave. I'm
0: not brave. I'm not brave. Art.
1: Um, i went once um into uh a house that uh i thought was abandoned i i've done with my friends i've uh we used to explore abandoned places too uh this was this was this was um this was a house that the company i work for owned okay and um it was um supposedly like vacant mm-hmm. and I was inside with a coworker and uh, this has been like a long time ago. Sure. Many years ago, many, many moons. And I heard we just got inside the house and we're looking around and there's like a noise okay in the upstairs like something shifts around and we've been talking before we were like oh, you know maybe there's somebody actually still living here we don't know right uh we're going to find out um and we hear this noise and i basically like shoved my coworker out of the way so i could run out the door to <laughs> <from> the car <laughs> what was it it was a raccoon. Oh man. <laughs> I think some kind of animal. There was like something that had was like nesting in the upstairs cuz there was like a hole in the roof. Jeez. That's spooky. Abandoned houses are very spooky. Yeah, I mean it's the but see that's one of those things where it's a legitimate scare because you don't know for sure. True. It could be a uh, ruffian or a it's rabble sh- rider. It's
0: Schrodinger's cat. Schrodinger's sh- sh- cat. Schrodinger's cat.
1: It's a it character, could not be a cat with a face melting solo yeah. on a guitar. Schrodinger's <laughs> cat. Uh, real Zach Wild Animal. Yeah. Um. But it's a real Schrodinger's cat situation when you go into a place like that because. Maybe, maybe not. You don't know until no it happens. There's no rules in that area either. It could be some fucking psycho. Yeah, exactly. With uh, baby heads all over the walls and yeah. humans tied up in the basement. You don't know. We have no idea. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. I think that's different. I mean, I would be scared. Yeah. But in that sense, I didn't know what was going to happen there. Right. But in a haunted house, I know what's going to happen. They do just It would such be a really even more job. scary at a haunted house if you went through like, Room after room and nothing happened. They build the and anticipation. Then, and then there's just, at random, a couple of different things that happen. Sure. I think that would be much more scary. Because you keep going through and you'd be like, nothing's happening. Yeah. And then you'd think, oh, well, maybe this is... I Am mean, just supposed to be, like, scared because of the atmosphere? And then something happens. You'd let your guard down. That's right. But as it is, you sort of have this... It's kind of like this implicit agreement with... uh. With a haunted house that they're gonna stuff's gonna jump out and scare you and all that have you ever heard of these? There is a guy I think out in Tennessee who runs a haunted experience mm-hmm. in which you have to sign multiple waivers uh and like get i think like you know like i'm get a get a lawyer, get a notary to like fucking approve mm-hmm. this shit. Yeah. because he takes you on this crazy haunted experience where he's allowed to do almost anything to you. Yeah. He puts you in a straitjacket. He puts you in like a weird costume. He puts a diaper on you. He fills the diaper with like mud and water and he like essentially he waterboards you. Yeah. Fucking dunks you in water, kidnaps you. He doesn't tell you like you know you have to stay up for like 20 he sleep deprives you. He puts you in this weird room with like all these weird noises and lights and like waterboards, you and all these creepy sounds and like says all this stuff like it was all a joke. You didn't actually, you know, sign anything. I'm actually a real psychopath and I'm going to kill you. Yeah this weird shit and like there's a safe word that you i'm not sure this isn't a joke you can fucking look this shit up man <laughs> i know
0: i'm just it's so funny that there's all these examples of really terrifying stuff and you're like oh yeah he takes you and he puts you in a diaper and he fills the diaper with mud and water <laughs> it's to make know, you i'm terrified <laughs> it's to make you uncomfortable
1: bring you out of your fucking element, <laughs> and uh like there's a safe word that you agree upon earlier and as soon as you say it it's all over <laughs> and as soon as you say it he doesn't respect it i don't know <laughs> it's uh it's a fucking weird thing and i That's, think i saw it on a netflix documentary show and it costs like uh, a lot of money to do these things right yeah, because it he has a lot to because he has to do all this like it's all custom yeah basically. he has to get all the supplies you've heard of this yeah yeah i've heard of this before i think yeah. i read something about it yeah um, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I don't. That's the thing. I don't understand why anyone would do that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, if you want real danger, just go fucking drive down Riverdale Road recklessly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Create your own free haunted experience. Yeah,
0: that doesn't cost you anything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> don't do that, listeners. Do not do that. Uh, uh, join ISIS. <laughs> yeah. Who I mean, knows what'll happen then? You want a real scare? <laughs> Go to a foreign country where you don't know anything. <laughs> you can't get any help. Yeah, join a civil war. <laughs> yeah, just go to a country you don't know anything about and join a civil war. Go get dropped off in the Amazon somewhere. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, you're never getting out of there. Um. So anyway, yeah, haunted houses, not, uh, I don't know. Depends on how much they cost. Little uh How much did it cost you to do this haunted prison? It was a student thing. I was in school at the time, so mm-hmm. I think it was like ten bucks a ticket. Mm, that's not bad. Which is like it's normally like I don't know, like thirty, forty, fifty bucks. Who fucking I mean, knows? Like, why pay that to be scared? Yeah, like I don't like a, feeling take scared. Take a bus for like an hour or two down south or whatever, yeah. and then go like wait in line for another hour. Yeah, Ugh. I don't want to be scared. I did it as like a fun college thing. You know, I wouldn't. I'm going to do it again. I mean, what about all my like existential dread and stuff about you know being a huge failure in life and you know my life yeah, unraveling at the seams like play isn't into that, that?
0: Isn't that yeah, that's fear enough. Like I don't need to be you know a person with a chainsaw. Why am I scared of a Put person? Put me out with of my chainsaw? misery. Like, I mean, just, that's not a fucking haunted okay, house, I'm, that's why, a Godsend. Why run? Like you're going to catch me. Just I what am I going to go? Like either just kill me or not. But like they should be there should be a room where you go in and it's like uh, it's it's somebody wearing like a suit and tie and they're like, "Uh, we just found out that your your child doesn't qualify for any financial aid. (laughs) Uh, The tuition bills are eight thousand dollars a month. And you can't get any loans. Oh God!
1: <laughs> yeah, just go make us go into a room
0: and. Oh, uh, we uh, notice you haven't paid your rent for two months. <laughs> We're evicting you. That's what? a real scare. Like have your have your landlord
1: or yeah. your like mortgage provider the, come in the bank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go, go make us go into a room and have uh, Andy and I have to rewatch our uh, second city conservatory audition. Uh. <laughs> now that's a scare.
0: Ooh that's
1: scary. Um, yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Have somebody just there who all they do is sum up all of your achievements in life. (laughs) And then talk about how old you are and how, what your average achievement is per like moment of your life. I spilled all over myself. Art spilled water all over himself. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, and that... it's bunker water. Yeah, bunk water. Ooh, it's all grimy and salty. So sandy, the bunker water. Yeah, he needs a filter. Um. All right, Andy, what about this? Okay. So part of this story yeah. is that there's a demonic gray wolf. Mm-hmm, that's right. And the coyote is supposedly the angel. Coyotes are not angels, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Coyotes are little douchebags of the animal kingdom. And also... Wow! sorry, a coyote is getting its ass kicked by a demon wolf. Yeah. Ten out of ten times that coyote is getting its ass kicked by a demon wolf. If you and I can't beat a real wolf in hand-to-hand combat, we sure as fuck can't beat a demon wolf, and neither can a coyote. Yeah, but this is a holy coyote. I don't care.
0: Holy coyote! (laughs) You've been down too long on Riverdale Road. (laughs) What's becoming of me? (laughs) (laughs) Holy coyote, ride the demon wolf. <laughs> you can see his spots, but you know he's clean. <laughs> Don't you see what I mean? Oh, holy coyote, gotta get away, gotta get away, get away. Holy coyote, you're clean. <laughs> Thank you, Ronnie James
1: Dio. Ronnie James, don't talk to him about how short he is. Well, he'll get pissed. He's dead, Art. Oh, Ooh, yikes, R.I.P.
0: So he's getting shorter
1: all the time. Hey, uh, what do you think about Addo, Andy? <laughs> what? About this uh, holy coyote and this uh, demon gray wolf business. Uh, yeah, I
0: mean, I, I have to agree with you. It's, I mean, I don't understand why. I mean, I get why a demon would choose a wolf. But why would
1: an angel choose a coyote? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, When I think of, like, angel, I'm thinking, like, some kind of winged creature. Yeah, like one of these, like a bald eagle. Yeah. Now imagine a bald eagle attacking a wolf. That I could see. Now that's a battle. Or what if it was some sort of a, like a black bear? Yeah. You know? Are those native to Colorado, or are they? Business? I don't know. Uh,
0: uh, ooh, uh, we'll find out. Um, you know, brown bear. I'm just thinking, any kind of bear, yeah, any kind of brown bear. bear. Uh, would be
1: would be cool. Yeah, maybe. I'm just thinking now, but it would be cool to see fight a wolf. Okay. Now, obviously, listeners, uh, longtime listeners, know that uh, Andy black and bears, I, black bears, Rocky Mountain National Park. Okay. Uh, Andy and I, uh, said on our Sports is Fake episode that, uh, was it Sports is Fake? Huh? Well, now I can't remember what episode it was. What? About us fighting a wolf? Yeah. Um, let's see. We were talking about Arian Foster. Yeah. And that's how we got there. Yeah. I think it was Sports is Fake. No, I think it was Werewolves. It was 100% werewolves. You're right. Duh. Duh, Art, you big dumb idiot. Jeez, Art, you're stupid. Uh, Andy, we, you know, I think retroactively we... uh, We had some misgivings
0: about our
1: choices. You felt you could fight a wolf, and I felt it would be a draw at best. Now, you know... You said that my best bet was to fill the wolf's face with my flab so that it got overwhelmed. Or to just lay on top of it and suffocate it. Right, right. Uh, If it's a smaller wolf, I think you could take it. But a big old gray wolf, Andy? We're both fucked. And a demon wolf? Yeah. A demon wolf, we're 100% fucked. For sure. For sure. I mean, listeners, we have no... You know... Doubt in our minds that we would get fucked by a demon wolf. I mean, why would you even think you could kill a demon wolf? Who knows what kind of powers... I mean, what do you think a, the powers a demon wolf has? I guess it can regrow its arms. Uh, it could steal your soul. Yeah. It's probably uh, super speedy. And, like, probably very sexy looking. Really? Yeah. You think it's sexy? Yeah, because that's part of the thing, is it makes you lust after it. It does? Yeah. It's like a succubus wolf. Yeah. Like you're contemplating bestiality. Oh God. And that's one way it draws you in. Maybe this Riverdale road is, maybe these demons are harmful. <laughs> the demon wolf is, I mean, the demon wolf is only there to kill travelers and seduce them. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andy, are there other facets of uh, Riverdale road you want to talk about?
0: Um, Yeah. All right. I do want to talk about one thing. Okay. Um, a lot of a
1: uh, lot of differing opinions on what's actually happening at Riverdale Road. What do you mean? Um, people can't seem to exactly agree on where the gates of hell are. Um, you know, there's pictures of of like a, a gate standing there, but some people say that's not it. You know, some people say it was the chicken coop. Some people say it's you know the gate to the house, but nobody can really seem to agree on exactly where this is, and. I got to be honest, most of this stuff,
0: it's kind of the same.
1: People can't agree on the details of things, uh, locations. Yeah. Uh, everybody's having a bunch of different experiences. Now, maybe in some total, that tells us something about the place. Maybe that tells us there's a weird energy here. But there's lacking a lot of consistency. Yeah, and there's a lot of, like, real lack of, like... uh corroboration the evidence because it's like what, yeah. we're getting this from like a high school yearbook a lot of legends legends like, local knowledge this isn't like other haunted areas where it's like yeah people 100% were murdered here right like the Amityville horror ha- house there were terrible murders there right and uh you know it's like or this was a this was a the home, you know like John Wayne Gacy's home yeah that that I could like and then you're like, yeah, that's a haunted area Andy, what do you think? yeah do you drive down Riverdale Road or do you take some side streets? yeah, I don't care, I'll drive down it think why I don't know one, it's dangerous, two, I haven't driven a car in like six years three, I don't know, Andy, I'm getting a little freaked out. I drove a car earlier today. I will drive that road. I do not care. I think I think if I had to, I would drive down Riverdale Road. Next time I'm in Denver, I'm driving it. Wow. And I'll tell you what. You're in here first. I'll tell you what, too.
0: I'm going to enter at 104th, drive to the end at 160th wow. in Brighton, and go back.
1: That's a waste of gas.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, hey. Maybe I'll stop by the Riverdale Road open area and Prairie
1: Dog Habitat while I'm coming back. Now, does this only have to be at night or can you do it during the day? Uh, I don't see any restrictions on it. Okay. Also, here's my thing. I posit to you and to the listeners that... Don't posit me. You constantly are encountering more than three forms of life. True. As, As you said in the script... There's microscopic There's, organisms. They said it. They said Plant it, life. Yeah. Birds. I mean, what What if you don't see them? Yeah. What if you're like, oh, I only saw two, so I'm in the clear, but it's like, no, you passed by six. Yeah. You just didn't fucking see them, you dummy, because you were driving. Yeah. You were paying attention to the road like you should have.
0: <laughs>
1: a lot of holes in the story on Riverdale Road. A, a lot of, of potholes. A lot of holes. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny that this happened in Colorado and not in another mountainous region. Like the Alps, because this baby's got more holes than Swiss cheese. Okay, let's get to our verdict. And you know what makes those holes in Swiss cheese art? Uh, bacteria. That's right. A form of life that you could encounter driving down anywhere. That's right. Uh, all right, Andy, let's hear it. What do you think?
0: You want me to verticize first? Okay, let's baby, here we go. Baby. Case closed. Ow-oh. Woof, <laughs> woof, woof, woof,
1: woof. Andy does not think. There's anything going this on in Riverdale? Is Road. everything's a
0: hundred percent true, just like it was presented? No. Uh, look, here's the deal. I, I don't believe in ghosts. Period. Nothing here changed
1: my opinion on that. What I always think happens: people have experiences. We talk about this a lot. People don't have the bandwidth to. Understand absolutely everything that happens to them yeah. because you get stimuli, but you can't get everything all at once and you can't fit it together always in the absolute correct way. So your mind fills in the gaps for you. It's a survival tactic. Right. You had an experience. Something happened. Who knows what it was? Yeah. Something tapped your window. Maybe it was a pebble flying up from the from the road. Yeah. Maybe a bird flew into your window. Bug. Bug.
0: Bug, exoskeleton,
1: anything. My sling blade. (laughs) My big bug coming. I'm going to hit him on the head. Yeah, I killed him. My sling blade. Yep. I like butter. I haven't seen sling blade. (laughs) Me either.
0: (laughs) I like butter.
1: I forget what he says. Anyway. Anyway, people are having experiences, and I won't discount that. Okay. For anybody that's been to Riverdale Road. You're not picking on them. No. If you've been to Riverdale Road, you had something happen, and you thought it was a ghost, I don't don't judge you at all for that. If you've been there, you felt creeped out, that's valid. Yeah. It doesn't mean it was a ghost. Right. It doesn't mean anything paranormal happened. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not as uh, I'm not as steadfast as you when it comes to spiritual stuff and ghostly stuff. I get spooked very easily. I'm very gullible, right? Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm on the fence with that kind of stuff. But okay. that being said, I am also case closed on this verdict. I just don't. It's just not enough here. There wasn't like it's too many like oh, it's this thing of legend. You know, talk to me about like a creepy slaughterhouse where some ch- kids died. Then I'm going to say, okay, hmm, you might get some spirits. Tell me about a creepy, abandoned, uh, Shutter Island-esque mental asylum. Now I'm feeling some creepy energy. There you go. Riverdale Road, I think it's just a... It's just a... Just drive careful. (laughs) Yeah. That's all, you know? Yeah. That's really what... Be careful driving on this road. And here's a PSA too. If you're out ghost hunting on Riverdale Road... For God's sakes, be careful. Yeah. This is uh this is a road where there's been crashes. Yeah. Don't get yourself hurt if Don't you're walking alongside hurts. the road doing stuff. Uh listeners, that was our verdict on Riverdale Road slash the gates of hell. Uh let us know your thoughts. Tweet at us, hit us up on Instagram, follow us on Twitch at Mr. Bunker Pod. Email us, Pod at gmail.com. Thanks again to uh Anna, Anna. from Twitter. Uh, sending this in via Twitter and uh, having us research this great topic. Uh, We super appreciate it. And if you want to send in a topic or send in a question or a piece of discussion that you want Andy and I to talk about, feel free. Email us, mrbunkerpod at gmail.com. Slide into our Twitters, our DMs on Instagram. Slide anywhere. At mrbunkerpod. Let us know. Andy, uh, let us know what you think. Use the hashtag...
0: Duh, stay out of Riverdale road. Hashtag duh,
1: stay out of Riverdale road. I'm assuming that's a Simpsons reference. You better believe it. (laughs) Listeners, let us know what I'm referencing. Yeah. Use the hashtag duh, stay out of Riverdale road. There you go. Uh, Art, uh, that was our verdict. Uh, That's right. On Riverdale Road, uh, as we've as we are prone to do, it's time for a regular anymore, segment. It's time to to uh, ask some questions here, um, listeners. Of course, uh, Art just mentioned all the ways you can get in touch with us. If you'd like to submit some questions for us to answer at the end of an episode, let us know. We'd be happy to do it. Yeah. Um, so, Art. Yeah. Today's question. Yeah. You're a ghost. I'm a ghost. Okay. Put that on. Thank you there. Get into character. Uh, I got a few questions for you, Mr. Ghost. Art, number one, how did you die? Hmm. Honestly, I probably got hit by a car, (laughs) given just, you know, living in the city and whatnot, and there's just a lot of cars and people drive like shit. Okay. But I could have maybe gotten punched in the face again. (laughs) So hard that your skull broke? Yeah. Wow. You know, uh, listeners, long-time listeners might know this, but Andy knows this, and listeners, you don't know this because you don't know me, but I, I did bring it up a few episodes ago. I did get punched in the face once on the train mm-hmm. for no reason. Right. Uh, the, uh, the aggressor in the situation um, punched me in the face after he believed that I... Touched him in some way, touched his bottom in some way. Right. He started screaming that I grabbed his ass, essentially. Yeah. Uh which would have been impossible because this aggressor was standing with his ass facing the uh like barricade on the near the doors of the train. So you grabbed his penis. No. He said ass specifically. And also there were multiple witnesses on the train who corroborated that I did indeed not touch this man in any way. Ah, okay. This man then punched me in the face, uh, sucker punched me after the right. train doors closed, and he hit me in the eyebrow, and I started bleeding profusely everywhere. But I did not go down, Andy. I ain't got no glass jaw. Mm-hmm. So I think I would probably get punched in the face by some crazy guy on the train again. And I think, Andy, or, well, no, I think, you know, in this situation, I become a ghost, but I become a good ghost like a Casper. Wow. I'm your friendly neighborhood ghost and I haunt the trains. You haunt the trains. That's right. I haunt the trains and I make them a safer, better place, Andy. I help people who are uncomfortable sitting next to crazy people spouting off, uh, God knows what. I help, I hurt people who aren't courteous on the train. You know the types who don't get out of the fucking train doors, uh, when, when Mm -hmm. to, to let people, you know, alight the train before, uh. Or let other people mm-hmm. board the train. Right. Um, people who don't give up their seats. Yeah. For the handicapped or the expectant mothers or the senior citizens. Nothing drives me more, not not even because I, am like, care so much about other people. More so, I don't want some old person falling on top of me on the train, which happens when some fucking asshole kid won't give up his seat. Yeah. You know, the, the priority seating seats, too. It's like, come on. Just How come
0: you didn't give up your seat?
1: I don't ever get seats on the train. I do give up my seat. Oh, you mean when you're standing and an old person falls. Uh, yeah, I'm one. always uh, standing. I gotcha, rarely get seats gotcha, on the train. Gotcha, I just don't get these people, man. They act like, you know, oh, uh, you know, oh, well, I'm not paying attention. I didn't see. It. It's like you fucking saw. Wow. You fucking saw. Yeah. There's a guy Uh, on the train the other day who has a service dog. Yeah. It's like, just fucking give that guy a seat. You know? Yeah. He's got a fucking service dog. Yeah. You know, this dog is like trying to do its job. This fucking dog is trying to do its goddamn job. This great dog. This awesome fucking dog. You know? Is there anything better than a fucking service dog? I mean, Jesus Christ. Name me one person who has a problem with a service dog and I will kick their ass. I'm serious. That's an art guarantee. It's an art guarantee, baby. Service dogs fucking rule. You, just, you see a fucking service dog and you just say, God damn it. Thank you for your service, dog. Thank you. Thank you, dog, for your service. Thank this you, dog service is trying to like, for your service, you know, dog. it's uh, jumping up on the, the guy, trying to like keep him steady and like keep him calm and whatnot. Let the dog fucking sit. Yeah. Let the guy sit so that the dog can lay down. Yeah. These jackasses on the train. These dogs are so nice, too. They go right under the seats. This dog knows. I've seen this guy on the train before. When he sits, the dog curls up at his legs and just like stays out of the way. This dog is doing its job. This dog is no, you know, this dog is a pro at standing on the train. But still, like, I don't care if you're like kind of old. If you're not like a senior, a geriatric, you don't need that seat that bad. You can stand and hold on if you're like a, a mom age. You know, like, Above 40, like 50 or something, you can hold on. Or there are other seats. Swap with a a younger person. Let the guy let the guy sit down, is all I'm saying. Yeah. So anyway, as a ghost, I'm gonna haunt the shit out of people who don't give up their seats. Wow. Art's gonna become the ghost defender of the CTA. That's right. Or I could be pecked to death by a cabal of pigeons. Cabal of pigeons? Yeah, ancient, G- ancient Hebrew, yes, mi- mystic, mystic, pigeons. mystic pigeons that wear red bands. Ooh, red. Uh, what do they wear? Like red, uh, bracelet,
0: red bracelets? Red bracelets, right Woo!
1: around that wrist. A bunch of Madonna pigeons are gonna come kill me. <laughs> uh, but then I think I would come back as a ghost pigeon as punishment, because long time listeners will know that I have a problem with birds.
0: Yeah, I went on a you. bird
1: rant. Birds. And specifically, I have a big problem with pigeons.
0: Yeah, Art has a problem with birds, yet if he could transform into
1: any animal, it would be an osprey. I actually want to change that. <gasps> I want to correct what? the record. Wow, the werewolf episode needs a lot of corrections. Yeah, we need to do a follow-up. Yeah. I'm changing the canon. I want to change it to a harpy eagle. Harp? Oh. You ever seen a harpy eagle? Yeah, these the eagles that look like, eagle. like men in costumes. Yeah, they're fucking terrifying. I'm changing into to a harpy eagle. Okay. I'm changing into. All right. Hell yeah. Listeners, Google harpy eagle. Yeah. Check out some pictures of the harpy eagle. So anyway, I get pecked to death by a bunch of pigeons. I have to come back as a ghost pigeon who shits on stuff and solves crimes. Also, I'm a detective <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? At this point, I'm throwing that on there. I'm going to solve crimes detective. as a ghost pigeon. Okay. Uh, Cause if I'm a ghost, I'm not just wandering aimlessly. I want to have a purpose. I want to do something, you know, Andy. Yeah. So many of these ghosts in the Riverdale Road—they're just kind of like, like you're a jogger, and all you're doing is jogging. Solve crimes. <laughs> Fucking, I, I don't know. Beat up bad guys. Work with a team of cool young teens, and they're talking dog. Have fun. You're a ghost. You get a second chance at the afterlife. You live forever, and all you do is jog. I'm solving crimes. I'm fucking I'm working with McGruff the crime dog and ghost ghost pigeon. <laughs> ghost are pigeon. teaming up in the crossover event of the century. Wow. Solving crimes. Get ready, listeners. Andy, what about you? Did you think about this question at all? Oh yeah, I sure did. If you were a ghost. Uh so how did I die? Uh I died because my stomach exploded at one of those elaborate Las Vegas buffets. You know, like one at the uh wherever they have a nice buffet. i got carried away and my stomach exploded (laughs) okay (laughs) um what's my unfinished business uh literally just any one of the hundreds of things in my personal life that i've not handled (laughs) (laughs) i mean take your pick yeah uh (laughs) who or what do i haunt Uh, I would choose to haunt the Eiffel Tower food trucks. Eiffel Tower. Oh. Uh, But I would be really obnoxious about it as a ghost. Um, That way I could still uh, be famous as the Eiffel Tower ghost. (laughs) (laughs) So that would be my way to achieve my dreams. To still get famous for something. To still be known for something. That's all I want. That's all you want. Remember me. Like, jeez, that fucking Eiffel Tower ghost is a dick that Eiffel Tower goes watch out for that Eiffel Tower I wish he was banned from Europe not (laughs) yeah that would be my chance to go to Europe finally (laughs) famously in last week's episode we talked about how Andy was not allowed in Europe uh yeah still isn't um to this day (laughs) uh yeah watch out for that fucking Eiffel Tower ghost He's gonna give you some fucking pun
0: (laughs) the ghost is not even scary it's (laughs) You don't have a more you of a
1: nuisance, really.
0: Yeah, you don't have a
1: you don't have a. You're not frightened when you see the Eiffel Tower ghost. You're more just irritated immediately. And yes. listen, that ghost is very non-confrontational. Just just look at it and tell it it sits with it pees and it'll walk away. <laughs> it goes it goes away. Also, really fat takes up a lot of space <laughs> for a ghost. You can't go through it either. Too thick. It's, it's too thick. It's very like a gelatin. A very viscous ghost. Yeah.
0: Smells like cum. (laughs) It smells like cum. Got the got the consistency of strawberry jam.
1: (laughs) I think that ghost took a lot of trips to Knott's Berry Farm before it came to the parrot.
0: Mostly gelatinous,
1: but chunks too, suspended in something. It looks like jello with fruit in it. I mean, who knows what that stuff is? Probably (laughs) I I saw a whole fish once.
0: I think I saw a whole fish.
1: Oh God! Yeah. Wow. Anyway, listeners, I don't know, Andy. I think that's it. That's, I think we covered it. I think that's us as ghosts. That's the that's us as ghosts. That's the story of Riverdale Road, story of River Colorado. Road. Uh, any any last words um, before you get sentenced to the gates of hell? Uh, you know what? Uh, again, I'll just reiterate: if you're out there ghost hunting on the road, be careful. That's Protect right. yourself. Don't become a ghost yourself that's right we love you listeners and, and we appreciate you we don't want you to die anyway for the uh, titular Mr. Bunker and for my fallacious fallacious falla- for my foliacious co-host uh Andy Hart. my fallacious <laughs> I'm Don't <Martha> Stone saying <laughs> that was the whole enchilada boo <laughs>